What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and I'm back. I'm here, back again today with a returning guest on the show. Uh, my good friend Bryce Park came back on the podcast today and recently just got back from Europe. I'm going to see some music festivals and us just doing some traveling over there. So that was, uh, you know, cool to hear about that. So we talk about that for a little bit and, uh, you know, talk about um, drum and bass, which is what he was, you know, seeing at the festivals. And, uh, yeah, he also talked about his Twitch stream a little bit and which you can go follow. Uh, go follow on Instagram at drums and plates. It's drums and letter N and then plates. And uh, there's a link for his Twitch team right there. Uh, so go check that out as well. And it was, yeah, it was just fun to have him on the podcast. And if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, you can also do that. Go to Instagram and it's at, at I'm getting there pod. It's also on Twitter at IGT pod. Uh, I post uh, the clips and stuff on Twitter too as well. And the, uh, and the episode links. So go follow that. And, uh, yeah, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, hit that follow button that you're, if you're listening right now, so you can see when the next episode pops up. And if you're on Apple podcast and you do that, you can go leave a review and some stars. That would be awesome. Trying to build, trying to build those reviews up. So, uh, yeah, if you could do that, that'd be sick. Um, and, uh, yeah, go leave a review, dude. Be like, yo, this guy's sick. His guests are sick. I'm getting there too, dude. You know, uh, it just helps helps build uh, helps build up the show. So, appreciate everybody that's done that so far. And uh, also, I have some private content. If you want to listen to some solo episodes or some of my older uh, comedy stuff, audio wise, you can hit that tip jar link in the description, and it pops up, and you can become a recurring member. I think it's a dollar a month is the lowest donation starting out at and then you get access to that and that's just through pinecast so you can listen to it in your browser i believe i don't think there's an app but uh it's you know pretty simple and so yeah if you feel like doing that that'd be awesome all the donations go towards the podcast itself so thank you for doing that thank you for supporting the show uh, and hope you enjoy this episode with bryce month break that I decided to take so <coughs> bless you uh, uh, yeah wow dude <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm just like I've been thinking about what you said to me just now uh, about taking you know that much time and that just sounds like so just Awesome. Yeah. It's like, that's some, uh, you know, it's some like, that's some real, like, you know, just out there, individual, you know, just thinking, just seeing, being, doing, 
it's it's awesome shit dude it's healthy it's, it's really good for me <laughs> I, yeah that was one of the things that i learned when i was like when i did that really long trip so i was just like fuck man getting this time and space just to like focus on yourself and not have to worry about going into work and being constantly like stressed and anxious every single day mm-hmm. of your life is like really really nice <laughs> shockingly <laughs> yeah yeah the uh the time that i was home i i felt some of that like just for the like took like a whole week and it yeah. was like like i'm in the middle of it i just kept like i'm just waking up every day like when i want to mm-hmm. i was like this has been like i noticed how much more sleep i was getting I was like, wow, this is great. Like <laughs> the quality of the <laughs> sleep feels... increases too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Except for yeah, except for the the night uh the there was one night home where I just like I think I I slept like on a couch super wrong cuz I just came home like like after kind of like partying with people and I just like fell asleep with yeah. my neck all and I woke up and was like Ugh. I was like, I didn't even, I was like, how did I, when did I go to sleep on the couch? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And your body's just like angry. (laughs) Yeah. I know how that is. Those (laughs) nights are annoying. So where did you, I guess, where did you like, uh, what are all the places I guess you went? Did you, cause there was a couple different spots, right? You went to. Yeah. So I, I started off in Prague in the Czech Republic and I spent okay. uh, four days there I went to a festival I did 25 hours of travel and then the next day I went and did a two day festival and camped by myself <laughs> 25 hours of travel yeah wow. how much of that were you asleep for not enough <laughs> <laughs> How many different forms of transportation was that? Was that, was uh, that like a shuttle a, to the airport, a flight, a flight, and a train? Okay. Because I because I flew into Munich. Because like flying over, I mean flying and like travel is still a little fucky. Um, yeah. Uh, usually I have to fly through London, but like everyone was canceling their flights out of there. Like people from the UK and a number of parts of Europe still aren't like allowed into the countries because of their, like, COVID cases and stuff. So I ended up, like, two weeks before my I left, I had to, like, rebook my whole flights. (laughs) Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, So I ended up flying into Munich. Um, To be honest, it was, like, once I got everything sorted, like, the flight, it was super easy. I I just showed my, like, vaccination card in Denver, and then, Mm -hmm. like, I was good to go. Like, masks and stuff on the flights and, like, that was actually one of the nice things when I landed in Germany is like public transportation requires an N95 mask. And literally every single person that you see, I saw in the airport that I saw on like the train ride out. Oh, to the it's train like specifically station. has to be an N95. Yes. Um, everybody was wearing one. And I was just like, oh, this, this feels so nice for this just to feel like, okay, this is just the thing that you do, regardless of if you're grumpy about it or not. Like, you're at least not being a dick. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, everybody's just doing it for, yeah, they're all, all thinking about the objective. You know, yeah. The the goal, the 
the group goal, the hive yeah, goal. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how to. I don't know how to describe no, it. No, yeah. the the community project. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it was a long day of travel, and then I went to Prague. Went to a festival. It was incredible. I danced like a disgust. I think I did sixty three thousand steps in two days. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's. It was a disgusting amount after like a year and a stepping. half. Yeah, just stepping. um and then i went to poland and i went to a four-day festival there and then i went and visited a friend in budapest and then i went back to prague and then i my last few days of my trip were in munich because i have a friend in munich so i just stayed with him and chilled nice is that a friend you made uh on your first trip over yes i he and i traveled through laos and a bit of Thailand together. Oh, cool. I think we traveled for like three, three to four weeks together. So yeah, went and hung out with him, saw him caught up, checked out his flat and stuff. It's fun. And were both the festivals you went, was it the same type of, uh, music or was it? So I, I forgot. To, I went to three festivals cause when I went back to Prague, I went to another one. Um, nice. So the two in Prague were solely drum and bass. They were, they were just, four total days in between the two festivals of nothing but drum and bass. And it was incredible. Um, <laughs> I think I saw some of the, you sent me some videos, video yeah. and stuff. And I was like, wow, that looks, that looks awesome. It just looked like people were getting down. Oh yeah. It's a very uh, active genre <laughs> with how people yeah. move and dance to it. Um, mm-hmm. And then the one in Poland was, it was massive. <laughs> and the, there was one stage that was devoted to drum and bass, but th- that was like one stage out of like 12, okay. 12 stages. So it was like a proper full festival. Um, was there any particular artists that you were like going for there? Or was it just like a lot? Was it just kind of like everybody that you I mean, follow really? Um, I saw a good number of people that I wanted to see um, at the first two festivals. So the, the one I went to when I first arrived and then the Poland one had the majority of people that I wanted to see. Um, I didn't see everyone just cause that's like a little impossible for me. Cause I, there's like so yeah. many people that I enjoy, but I saw some pretty uh, incredible ones and I got to meet like the producer and DJ who, who's like tunes got me into drum and bass. So I was, so yeah, on the first night of the festival in Poland, his name is K9. And he's like, Canine? yeah, he's like taken okay. over the scene right now. But he produced this tune called The Shadows, which was the first drum and bass tune I heard when I was in Prague in 2018. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I was like, what is this? <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and You're like, it's like, it's like when we, you know, some of the stuff that you and I went to and yeah. It's probably a similar feeling, like those breakdowns that we were like looking at each other during, you know, just like I like I listen back <laughs> to like rotting out and like some of like the faster paced punk hardcore, mm-hmm. and then I listen to drum and bass, and I'm like, man, this makes total sense for me. <laughs> it's just like, um, like the faster end of like hardcore is usually around 160, 170 BPM. And it's all yeah. about those, like the like the drum lines, pit. and yeah, 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 yeah. There's like two, so two stepping, skanking, that is like mm-hmm. how you dance to drum and bass. 
is like footwork, oh, okay. footwork and stepping. So you're just yes. Okay. Because because like the the bass yeah. like the main snare rhythm of beat pattern of drum and bass is. Yeah. So it's just like all about stepping. Um, but yeah. So I I got to meet K9, and it was we. That's sick, dude. We were a shit show because we, <laughs> you know, we we were we were having fun. It was the first night. We had all just like it was the first time, kind of like raving and partying together for the first in like a few years and after COVID. So yeah, I I think he was. I think we were a little too turnt for him. <laughs> <laughs> But like like some of the pictures we got, there's you know you know the meme where like the dude is in the club and he's just like screaming in the girl's ear and she's just like there are, yeah. we got like a couple solid photos of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you some later. You're like <laughs> they weren't me, they were my friend Jack and he's just yeah. like and he, and K9 is just like looking off in some direction, just like drinking. Hand That's light. hilarious. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, there were some good photos that came <laughs> out of that. <laughs> uh, uh, there, That's funny. There was a point in that festival though. It was uh, day two, and uh, this artist, one of my, I I really enjoy him, but he came on and just put on an incredible set, and like halfway through it, I just like had to step to the side and i was like my body is shattered <laughs> i was like i don't know that i can make it through the next 30 minutes of this <laughs> yeah i needed like a two-hour break after that <laughs> just because my legs how big was like the the set and stuff for this like a big audience at all like what was it um the friday was the biggest audience so sorry saturday the last day was the biggest audience i mean over there it's like a lot of house and techno is like mm-hmm. the electronic music that people really get down to. So those stages were pretty popping. Um, Wednesday and Thursday were like kind of quiet because I think most people bought weekend passes. Um, so Friday, oh, Saturday. I see what you're saying. So, but that was actually. So it's like people that went the whole time, they're kind of just like the early. Uh, yeah, the early, early game. Getters. Yeah, the early mm-hmm. game. And that was kind of nice because it's like the festival was in the uh like largest park in katavica the city was in which is like yeah. that park is like two times the size of central park it's like massive and uh-huh. to like walk across this whole festival took about 15 minutes like 15 to 20 minutes oh wow yeah it was like it was, like, it was huge um and the stages yeah. were all like massive so like the first two days you kind of just had it to yourself in a sense because there was just so much space for everyone to be which is really nice. And then the last couple of days, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, holy fuck. All the bars have fat lines, like <laughs> walking through these crowded spaces. So, yeah. Um, thankfully, the D&B stage was still like fairly quiet-ish, I think, compared to others. <clears throat> so I, was, I enjoyed that because I like space to move <laughs> and to dance. <laughs> um, yeah, same. Yeah, if I, uh, I was... I was at um, Lamb of God yeah. and Megadeth Looked recently, sick. and I and people were hopping the barricade right where I was and getting in the pit, and I kept thinking about it. But also, it was so many people in there. Yeah. Like the the whole at one point, the whole thing became a circle pit, and I was like, 
No, thank you. It looked like when you're in a pool trying to get a whirlpool going. Like you remember like, yeah, with your friends yeah, yeah. and you're all just like, that's what it looks like with just people like going by me. I was like, no, thank you, dude. <laughs> it was weird. It was like a rodeo, but with just humans in the cage, just like going around. It was crazy. Sounds like a great thing to witness. Yeah. And people kept jumping back over and being like, what's up? I'm like that. I mean, that looks intense <laughs> that looks wild uh, and uh, yeah like during lamb of god it was just insane but yeah i feel you about like having space to move and dance. You know, space to move um yeah yeah that's that sounds like a, like so much fun though dude just like because you're at a festival that has so many other like you probably were walking by and just seeing like so many other awesome crazy things happening yep. like throughout the whole time you know well and the whole thing was like set up with like lights everywhere and it's like you know it's a wooded kind of park area so you can there's like stages tucked in the trees and like little like hangout areas oh, wow. and there was a the psytrance stage had a bunch of hammocks set up in the trees next to it so we would just like go and take breaks Dude. at the Psytrance stage, yeah. <laughs> just like chill out in hammocks. <laughs> that sounds like a chill place to be. Yeah, just in a hammock, just like, especially if you're, especially if you're experimenting. That sounds like a great place to lay. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, had, I I had a little bit of experimentation the the night that I uh, that I saw that person who like blew our mind and like shattered my body. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I was like, uh, I'm pretty sure I sweat anything that was in my system just like right out. <laughs> I, am fra- I am a fractal <laughs> yeah. of light and being. <laughs> was, uh, my friends were like, afterwards, we were like standing around and like chatting, and I was just like, I need to go sit down somewhere because I think my legs are about to give out on me. <laughs> like. <laughs> just- Oh my! Because yeah. I mean, he just played banger after banger, so I couldn't stop moving, and I was on like, yeah, you, you know, you know, when you start like working out, and and at the end of the first week, where your body is just like feels it's, awful. It's like, it's like, why are you why are you pushing me so hard? Yeah, and your yeah, and your your legs are sore for like the first three days, and you don't want to work out your legs again. Yep, but you do, and then it gets. It's like you're just like. It's like your grease and old joints, kind of, oh, yeah. but it's not joints. It's your muscles. It's I don't know. It's like, yeah, yeah it's like you're it's, uh, you're priming them to start again. Yeah. It's like the ch- it's like you're choking an engine before you're like you're trying to start a lawnmower. You're just like, <laughs> you're pump, like please, pumping the choke. <laughs> your legs are like, oh, I don't want to cut the grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like my my legs are sturdy as fuck on the way back. <laughs> like all my all yeah. my blisters are now calluses. Like <laughs> my calves are like tree trunks. It's like it's great. Yeah, but dude. at that halfway point, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm getting too old. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that is that is funny but yeah um, it was it was that that festival was just insane um and it was nice because you you know if you wanted to take a break you could just go to a different stage and like some stages were doing uh like polish i mean i was in poland and there were a ton of polish artists who were there so uh you could just go over and just like see people saying in a different language and like jam out a lot of, i was gonna say yeah was there a lot of English speaking people like were you able to communicate like I would people have a pretty decent uh 
English is just like such a prevalent language worldwide. Um, yeah. Like it's just necessary for a lot of other people to know because of how prevalent it is. Um, so a lot of people have some sort of uh, minor understanding of it where you can at least like kind of mm-hmm. converse back and forth and get by. Yeah. Like... Um, it's always funny to me when like, cause I was there, we stayed at my friend Monica's house who like, she is Polish and lives there. So we like hung out with some of her friends. Some of them were like, Oh, you know, sorry about my English. I was just like, yo, like, <laughs> please don't worry about it. Like it's better than mm-hmm. my Polish. So <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, like you've probably had to adapt a little bit, I'm assuming. And you've probably taken on a couple yeah. things or picked up on some stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I'd say in like the Czech Republic, just cause I spent so much time there. I probably, but even like, I can't speak Czech. I know like a few phrases and some words and yeah, like food. That's what stuff. I mean, though. Yeah, you yeah. know, like you kind of know the, you kind of get like, it's a similar thing to what you were kind of saying about um, English in a way. Yeah, almost in that respect, where you're like there for a while, you start to kind of at least get like the basics. Yeah, I think the difference is a lot of people abroad get like English in their education. Like they're like, that's like the second language that's taught out a lot of the time. I mean, mm. also to be fair, like a lot of my friends out there speak like three to four languages. So <laughs> the fact that I speak one eye and the odd one out, which is, yeah. I think is good. It's, it's a, uh, like it's humbling and it's a reminder of me to like, uh, you know, I get interesting questions about, um, English, which, you know, make me think more critically about like my language, um, reminds me that like, you know, when, when you're stuck in a point where you can't communicate with the other person, like I feel awful, which is like sometimes a good feeling I I think to have in your life. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Cause it's, it's like, so it's like a shift in perspective Mm -hmm. and like makes you think, you know, about about like when when you've talked to someone that does have like a thick accent yeah. make it made me like really think about that a lot differently about how much they've committed to like being able to speak English yeah. and being able to communicate you know uh and it's it, yeah it's just like it's like damn like it's I bet that's hard the the just the the phrasing and the way that they normally use like yeah. just like vowels and stuff in a lot of different languages so different. and then how english uses it yeah it's like and all the yeah, weird just made me think about that have. too yeah so it, it i i like to say that it's grounding you know i'm like oh yeah okay um and i you know i change a bit of how i speak out there too i'm like okay i need to make sure that i talk slower like you know and more proper you can't use like the slang yeah you can't be like yo what's up dude <laughs> yeah, it's like my inside jokes with my friends that i use aren't gonna make any sense <laughs> like <laughs> just roll up and like hey yo what's up, dude how's it going dude I, they're gonna be like what <laughs> it was like what the first time that i went out traveling for that long period of time me and my like friend group for a long time had said goo instead of good and I just like I was like, all right, I can't go out into the rest of the world and just be like, yeah, that was goo. And people are like, wait, what the fuck? That was some goo shit yeah, right there. Yeah, some goo ass shit. <laughs> and the opposite is hub. 
hub. It's like a you know throw up noise. It's like goo. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about like actually just saying goo. Just yeah, and like. I, I mean, I just you were to just actually do that out there, <laughs> yeah. and just people would be like, "What? <laughs> you say what now?" <laughs> yeah, because I remember, like in college, I had a foreign exchange student uh, roommate for like a couple months, mm-hmm. and his name was Joseph. He's from Taiwan, and uh, he he like I would say what's up, and he would always what. <laughs> And so, like one day, we had like a whiteboard in the in the uh, in like the Common thing area. Where we'd write like notes, yeah. And so I was like, Joseph. He's like, what? I go. I'm like, I write it out. I'm like, what's up? And he's like. And then I write the I write the abbreviation. I write S U P. He don't like sup. Yeah, what's like, up? Because I was I'm like I'm like basically this is what I'm doing like when I say it because he couldn't understand. He's like. He's like, what's up? And then I'm like, what's up? And he's like, no, you're saying. He's like, why? What? And I like was noticed. I was putting like the two S's, you know, and doing like the what's up. Yeah. And then it, and then so he was just, he was just say start saying sup to me, and that was our thing like in the mornings after like we would, like it was so funny yeah. to just like sit there and like break that kind of down and like he would listen to me and my other roommate talk sometimes and he would be like, because he was studying English while he was there. Yeah. And so he was like so curious about like our slang and stuff so we were teaching him a bunch of like uh a bunch of like slang that we would you know say then i felt like was kind of normal you know at that time Mm -hmm. like and it was just it was really fun to um it is like just he he was really excited about it and was like really wanted to learn it and you know and like and yeah it was a good time like uh i don't know it was like yeah that was a good experience because we (laughs) it, it they usually are like I, like I rarely have any because people are usually curious that like they want to know. It's not just like a. It was totally yeah. like a wanting to know thing, and that's what was so cool about it is it wasn't like we were kind. It was kind of like, uh, you know, funny in a way because I would just be like, I'd have to think about it myself, mm-hmm. you know, because in the moment I'd be like, what am I saying though when I actually say it? Like it's one of those. Like you really have to break down like what are the words that I'm saying because he like my other roommate understood me so well yeah uh, you know and it was just like but we would just look at it and we'd see all these things that we didn't even notice we were you know kind of doing too yeah. and that's what was in, that was was that that was interesting the most I think um, I I think I might have talked about this the last time that I was on but this just reminds me of like <clears throat> one time I had these Spanish speakers who were like, what is the difference between beach and bitch? Because, <laughs> you know, like for them, the vowels just like beach and beach, you know? When people say biatch too. Yeah. So <laughs> but you know, like the other one was like sheet and shit. And I like, I have to sit there and I'm like, well, there's a short E and a long E. And they look at you and they're like, a short long E knee. and a long yeah. E. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, wait, how do you know, how do I go back and like break this down? Um, and this is just like, yeah. just because we're, native speakers and this is something that like uh i've talked about with friends who go and teach english um is it's like sometimes it's harder for native english speakers because so many of the so many of these weird rules we just like ingrain and proper like people who have to go through and learn english properly are better at teaching it properly you know what i mean 
Um, well, there's so many things too, where it's like your friends come up with like these, like you just told me something that like, you know, you and your friends do. That's like, you're like playing with the language, yeah, you know, we're like, just breaking and it. I do so <laughs> many things like that too, with so many different friends. And it's like, it's so easy to adapt. Like once the inside joke happens with something, it's yeah, like, it's just bam, bam, bam. How do we, rip? yeah, yeah. It's it, like, I listened to your mom's house podcast with Tom Segura mm-hmm. and there's, it's, that's their whole show. And it's like, when I try to, somebody's like, Oh, what podcast do you like? I show, I try to show them it. It's like, I have to show you like 10 clips for you to understand the clip that I'm going to show you right now <laughs> because you don't know who this person is that they're talking about, yeah. you know? And well, that's, that's like the whole yeah, discussion so many... around about like memes and being like, <clears throat> people are going to have whole degrees in memes in the future just to like be able to break down the layers that sometimes exist in the one meme. It's like, cause you'll just have like, uh, like different, yes, different, dude. like parts of a picture from another meme with no words. And people yeah. will be like, oh yeah, I get it. And other people are like, well, wait, what? And it's like, we well, didn't exist on the internet 10 years ago to like get this first part to like couple with this, like it's just layer upon layer. Yeah. It's yeah. You could have like Iron Man, but it's with like Arthur fist, but it's also with like, the cat from the Lindsay Lohan meme and somehow make it work. Yep. And it would take knowing all of that, which is all of those are built on other things too. Yep. I feel like as well. And so, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, it's dude. It's one big never ending cake or an onion, which is crazy. Cause I feel like it's doing that to people. It's like, it's like, and if you're not in like the same, like, algorithm yeah. i guess and it's like hard to it's like i it's like sometimes somebody shows me something and i know like half of it i'm like oh i've seen that but what is that other thing yeah and like you don't know this i'm like no and then it's like here's all this and you're like okay and then <laughs> well that's like so I, I was uh messaging with a friend earlier today and they sent me something and i just replied with sag which is like i it's just like a sad or depressing feeling. It's S A D G E, but it's super prominent on like Twitch and in like my specific corner of Twitch that I watch. And she mm-hmm. commented back. She's like, "Man, you're so creative." I was just like, "Creative?" It's like I thought you were saying it was like a badge of sad, but then I looked it up and realized I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I mean, the, yeah, I am creative, but." <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> that's funny mm. uh yeah there's so many yeah there's like i a lot of the stuff i see from twitch is a lot of i see a lot of secondhand like on social media of like twitch stream clips you know yeah. and like and then you go like the channels that i watch and stuff it's like it's so interesting to just like see like i feel like there's going to be clips from this that's going to be out there and that's going to be part of the you know floating cloud whatever. algorithm space yeah and it's like it's just crazy you know you can just spend hours like going into other communities and and looking checking stuff out and like seeing like i feel like whenever i talk to people about like the comedy community and like the podcast community and stuff like um 
they know like very few or they know like very it's very like base level you know i'm assuming it's the same when like people talk to you about like certain people try to talk to you about like like me right now like asking about drum and bass and yeah. stuff i feel like i have like a very surface level you know understanding of that um which is like it's that's yeah it's weird it's like uh like if the internet wasn't around like if all this wasn't around it'd be so like i'd it'd be like just I'd have to call you and then it would just be like, okay, cool. That was a good conversation. I hope I remember, you know, everything that he told me about that. So the next time I, which is like, it yeah, I can't imagine like what it was like before (laughs) with letters, like back way, way, way back with like where all you had was letters to send every couple months or so. Mm -hmm. Then you like got copies of books somehow somewhere hopefully yeah like that you that you like read and then like you didn't get to keep it you know yeah. like you probably never got to keep them like and <laughs> you wrote your own you yeah know, you had your own book. that's called You're a, just writing your own journals <laughs> yeah it's like all you had and like you own art and stuff yeah. it's just oh so going back a little bit to our conversation about like language, I think one of the reasons there are a couple people that a couple ways that I think people who aren't native speakers respond and one is really poorly and one is really like, well, and it depends on if you're being like inviting with your like description of the language or if you're like being condescending. Cause, yes. cause like my friends, I, I like to be inclusive and shit weird. Um, <laughs> and so like whenever I like, I know if one of my friends, she loves languages. And so when there's like something in, if I think of an adjective or something that I could use, um, I'll let her know and I'll be like, Hey, this is like another word that you could also use here. And this is kind of like what it means mm-hmm. and stuff. And I try and like, I guess, make sure that I talk maybe more normally. Um, and like that works out really well because it's an inclusive, like, she wants to know, I know she wants to know, and I'm not like being condescending, but there are a lot of people who like, particularly I think Americans, <laughs> when people don't know stuff, they're like, what, you don't know that? You idiot, yes. you know? And I, and I think that, <laughs> what, you don't know sheet and shit aren't, aren't the same thing? <laughs> what is your language not complicated? <laughs> um, <laughs> Hey, you beach. Hey, you beach. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, I, I, I feel like so much of, like, the internet these days and, like, the way that I'm trying to, like, Im- improve my own relationship with it is trying to find the ways that it, like, builds and builds me up and builds other people up and the spaces that do that and cultivate yeah. my space around that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like if you do that, you cut out a bunch of, like, the really terrible shit anyways (laughs) because like so much of the vitriol and the vitriolic people are just focused on shitting on that's a good point dude how many people do you how many people do you think understand that they can change their what they're looking at on social media like actively if they just if they really want to like they can just go and like force their algorithm to like change and like they can unfollow and they can shift it and it's not I feel like it doesn't have to be like uh what they 
what they like get on and look at and feel bad about all the time. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it's going to make you not feel um, like great and it's not great overall, but I think there's a way to like filter out that stuff. And... I agree. I, I think, I think people our age and a bit younger, like people who are like mid thirties to mid to early twenties, I think mm-hmm. we might be okay at that. Cause I think growing up in all of this, we, I don't know, I've just seen a, pe- a lot of people around our age in the last several years actively changing their relationship. A lot of people getting off Facebook, a lot of people being like, no, like, if the, if this isn't your shit, like, I don't have to put up with it. Um, and, like, trying to readdress their relationship with social media. Whether everyone is successful at that, I think, is, is different, is, yeah. is a different question. But I, I think there's been a decent push in the last few years to try and be more um, active in what you do and specifically do not engage with on uh, social media. Um, Yeah, I would agree. Of course, that could just be my own bubble, you know? (laughs) It could be that that's the choice that I'm making and I just end up around a lot of people that are that way. So... But that's what I like to hope. That's what I push for. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I made a decision a while ago to kind of step away from, like, Facebook especially. Yeah, and, like, I remember that. And um, every now and again I'll go back on and, you know, like, look through some stuff and I'll share some stuff. But it's only, like, I've, I only follow, like, pages of, like, stuff that I really, you know, want to pay attention to like you know like certain sports or like bands and like yeah uh and you know a couple other things but yeah it's yeah it's 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 wild out there dude it's the wild uh it's the wild frontier the the social media yeah uh, internet space even you know it's even more wild than that is video game chat rooms those are the wildest places that i've ever heard things said in the fucking space and that needs to be addressed someday because that shit is fucking out of control (laughs) and like there's not enough light being brought to the fucking shit I, I haven't played in a while but I, I was and it's just the toxic games like Call of Duty and uh and it's like the it's the consoles and it's the it's the kids man it's like the teenage kids bro and I haven't even played for years. Yeah. Like, seriously, but, like, every... I, even when I was a teenage kid, like, and, and until I was, like, in college and stuff, and, like, even after, like, it's always been just, like, I don't know, like, 18 to 23, like, those dudes on there, when they're not, if there's no one there and watching them say shit, like, it's, yeah. it's just wild stuff that gets said. Yep. And you're like, why is it okay here? Like... <laughs> Because nobody's watching. No, nobody's there to yeah, hold Yeah, why is this the frontier that it's okay to say all this shit in? And I can't even say any of it. I can't even give an example of any of it. Because <laughs> none of it makes sense. <laughs> like, and it's, it's a lot like, of it you can't even fucking say. It's just like hateful, like gibberish. Hateful stuff. Yeah, hateful, hateful gibberish. gibberish. <laughs> hateful gibberish. There we go. 
Yeah, I, I, whenever people like talk about like, yeah, it's just like a mad lib of hate speech yeah. and just like, for you're like, holy <laughs> shit. And like League of Legends too, some of the shit that gets typed out in that game to like people oh, yeah. and stuff. Like at least there, it's like I think easier to mute. But yeah, there's a place somewhere where there's like ten, there's like a lit top ten of the things that I've typed to people, and it's not. It's not pretty. <laughs> Most of it's just like uninstall the game, yep. delete the game, like just stop playing the game. That's like most of what I what, like. If I was like really upset, because that yeah, that game really gets you. Oh on yeah, another it does. Level. <laughs> it really gets you on another level of like you're committing so much strategy and so much thinking, and and when it doesn't work out, oh, <laughs> uh, it's just rage inducing. <laughs> <laughs> I've just screamed and screamed. Yeah, like yeah. I've been in a room with Braden and a couple of the people too, where we've just been like, "But when you're playing, when you're playing with a team, and shit goes wrong, oh man, <laughs> it's like letting your friends down." It either goes just really like, fucking silent, or <laughs> things get. Especially up, if you had like a skill shot, if you were playing like an eighty carry or something. Yeah. And, Say you're just playing an Ezreal and you just it just shoots by. <laughs> Your ult is just like, and then you can see it and it's just still. And everybody's like, "Sick, dude!" <laughs> and you guys, you guys are all dead, and you're like, you just watch him come in and take your base. I think that was that was nice, dude. Feel, Good work. Feels bad, man. <laughs> just couldn't imagine like four of your friends are fighting in a wooded area <laughs> and then you come up and you have like the one shot thing to like save your friends and you're like gotta do it and you just miss fucking whiff <laughs> that's what people don't understand about video games is sometimes that's where your mind is yep. is you're like i gotta save my friends <laughs> like you really are you really have that energy like yeah, there's been especially when you have to revive someone in a video game, that is like some next level. Like I'm glad they make it how they. It's crazy how yeah video games are developed, but I'm glad that they, you can really make you feel like you're a part of it. Yeah, like you're like zombies when you're like saving the homie and there's like they're coming in the room. Yeah, <laughs> they're an incredible uh, like media form. I love them. I just got one of the, mm-hmm. one of the things that happened when I was traveling is one of my friends had an extra N sixty four that he gave to me. Dude, <laughs> what games are you have for that shit? He, so he gave me seven games. He gave me the South Park game. He gave me Star Wars Battlefront. Um, he gave me Mario Kart, Diddy Kong Racing, Pokemon Snap, Lilat Wars, which is Star Fox. N64. Yeah. Um, I feel like Dude. there's one other one. Yeah. Some bangers. Did you mention? Yeah, Mario Kart was in there. That's the, oh, yeah. N64 Mario Kart was the probably the best. I think it's the best one. I love the Double Dash. The the GameCube one. It is the GameCube? Yeah. I mean... That's pretty cool. N64 will always have like a special place in my heart, but like I think Double Dash took a kept a lot of what made the N64 version good and then just added more versatility, just more maps and characters and stuff. Which, mm. And I guess the, the two people in a car was... Riley and I were always... Uh, 
like a duo, and we just crushed in that game. So maybe that's why I, I have a bit more nostalgia. I played. For it. I played it on the Switch uh, for a little bit. Nice. Um, and my family has one, and I was playing Mario Kart, and I was like, "This is sick," because it has some of the F Zero cars mm, on there, yeah, and it has one of the tracks from F Zero. And I was like, oh, dude. Because F-Zero is the fucking... That's the be- one of the best video games of all time. Yep. Like, I that hit me at such a crucial time. Like, I would just sit there, and I was just like... And the music, dude, and like the just... Like, ah, I want to get a fucking Super Nintendo just so I can play <laughs> Like... <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, those are... Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, like I, they have it on like an online thing on there. Yeah, and I was like, wow, this is you can just get lost. And that's so Nintendo games are great for that. You can just get lost in playing them. Yeah. For, like, I I struggle sometimes with like single player games for that reason, where you're just kind of like going through the map and stuff. Is it just feels so overwhelming with like so much to do? But when it's like something like just drifting and shooting shells. Like I can play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'll just get like. It. <laughs> yeah, I'll get obsessed with trying to just like perfect like the, like the track, you know, and just like like all the like the secret like uh, shortcut ways oh, yeah. and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit is great, dude. Uh, are you uh, are you looking forward to um, the football season at all coming up? Have you been uh, doing fantasy this year? I mean, I, I will have my annual fantasy group. Me and, like, uh, one of my core group of college friends we play every year. So we'll draft tomorrow. But that's kind of the, the extent of my involvement in football mm-hmm. goes these days. I am not a very big fan of the NFL. <laughs> and yeah, like, they've, kind of been, they've kind of been shitty uh, yeah. for, for a while now. So I just, for the last, I think over the last like five years or so, my interest has just like slowly but surely waned. Um, I mean, like I st- I'll still watch it um, if like I'm out and about or if like friends want to and stuff. And obviously, like I play yeah. fantasy, so I keep up with it. Like it's hard not to like be exposed to football, but I, I I'm certainly not like dressing up in Seahawks garb and watching like every game on Sunday. Like I, <laughs> like oh. I did for a while. <laughs> yeah. No, same. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like at this point, um, like the players that were still around from when I was, you know, consuming it that much. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I watch for them, uh, just to see like, you know, them kind of finish out their yeah. career. It's like, it's like the era that I, you know, like it was kind of crazy watching Drew Brees retire and like yeah. you know Peyton Manning and like you know Brady's going probably who knows he might play till he's sixty five but yeah. uh, you know Brady and and like Aaron Rodgers and all these other guys I feel like they're kind of getting to that point and it's like past that I won't know who anybody really is anymore yeah. you know it's like. Yeah, my uh, my draft tomorrow is going to be interesting because <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know the rookies dude, that I yeah, should be looking same for. Same boat, like, dude. I'm just like same boat. I've been in a I've been in a league where we're doing it. Um, we're doing it out of the like a like a Google Doc, so it's oh, not yeah. like in the app. Oh. So I've been having to go and like cross reference, and I've just been like, Oof. it's been. 
It's been, yeah, it's been a struggle for me, but <laughs> I feel like I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah. The PS people probably listening right now from that league, like, dude, he, this team fucking sucks. <laughs> so. But I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna, you know, normally my fantasy strategy is to my my drafts always kind of suck, but normally what I do is there's like midway through the season I kind of I make some moves and yeah. I'm like a, I'm like a relief pitcher, dude. That's what I feel like. I like come in in like the seventh inning, you know. <laughs> And like and that makes no sense because it's baseball, but <laughs> clutch, whatever. Well, you, yeah. you 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 kind of you watch the season and see how things develop, and then make the moves that you think are necessary to get you back into a good spot. That's just smart playing, mm-hmm. dude. I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing terror this weekend. What? The be- yeah, that's sick. Any? I'm seeing. Te- Who else is with them? Uh, so it's Terror with this band. This is they're from Santa Cruz called Drain. I don't know if you've heard of Drain, um, uh, but they're like kind of they've been like coming up, yeah, uh, for a while, I guess. And then there's like a few other. Uh, I think they're like local kind of. I think it's like Bay Area uh, peeps bands too. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. I feel like that's another one of the bands that. Uh, it's like one of those ones I've been wanting to cross off the, the, list. the list, you know. Yeah. Well, that's sick. That's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. I. Uh, I I think every time I go into a, or see a mosh pit, I think about you <laughs> because uh, not because of all the times we've been in them, but because I wish I could have been there the one time that you freaking hurt yourself. Uh yeah. Because I. Because, like, I, when you told me about it, I'm like, dude, this guy must have been doing some, you must have been doing some wild stuff. <laughs> like, I was like, this guy must have been going full crazy. Because, uh, like, is it your ankle or your, like, my, you, like actually... No, my, my midfoot ligament section. And you break, didn't you break your leg? I, I, so... I sprained like my entire midfoot ligament section and then I had a non-displaced fracture on my third metatarsal. So it was all in my okay. foot, but like that, Oh damn. Yeah. Which is partly what took so long to like heal. Well, it was, it was that. And also they just thought it was like a sprain or like a sprained ankle or something. They're like, Oh, you'll be fine. And then like five to six weeks went by and I still was like on crutches Yeah. and they were like, okay, no, you need to go get an MRI. I got my MRI, and then they found out that I had a fracture as well. Jeez. So, yeah. I mean, I was was there by myself, and have have you ever... Dude, dude, that's the exact reason I didn't hop the fucking barricade (laughs) this past week, because I was by myself. And you're like, dude, it's (laughs) you. (laughs) I like, after watching the people, I was like, dude, I was just thinking about you. Well, I'm 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 glad I was a tale of caution for you. Yes. (laughs) Because funnily enough, at the at the first drum and bass festival I went to, I went by myself (laughs) because that's a thing that I do. Um, And it's fun to go to shows by yourself, man. Um, But it rained both days, and we were you know outside in a field. The Mm -hmm. whole thing became a mud pit. The first night, my first full day in Europe, like the last person that I was watching the night. I, I'm dancing and I slip and twist my ankle and eat shit. 
And I just like, <laughs> I was like, no, not at the beginning. <laughs> Thank- oh my God. Thankfully it wasn't man. too bad. It wasn't like too bad of a sprain. I was able, I still put like 30,000 steps on it the next day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was going to make a joke about like, now you're just stepping right. Like, and then. <laughs> So, I mean, it was a little stiff, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you walk it off. Dude, yeah. Um, literally. Yeah. yeah literally. You just walk, you're like, you're like, you're just going to work ankle. Yep. Okay. We're, we're still putting in work out here. Like, <laughs> My foot was bruised for a while. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, at that show, <laughs> I was, I was getting into it and, uh, I was like, okay, there seems to be enough space. I've always seen people do like little spin kicks while they're like dancing while they're hardcore dancing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do one of those because I, I like never do that. That was the fatal flaw because <laughs> in Portland, the scene is v- very little of it is about hardcore dancing and much more of it is about just like moshing and running into each other and like pushing okay. each other in the middle of the pit. Yeah. Just kind of. Yes. It's kind of. Yeah. So as it's I went like to a... do my spin kick, like three or four people collided, like ran into me and collided with me. So wow. I went down as my body was turning and my, they, did they move at all? Did you, any of them fall? Yeah. I think we all went down in a clump. Um, so you spin kicked three people to the floor. Is no, 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 no. They... <laughs> that's yeah, what you're trying yeah, to describe. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. That's what happened. You're like, dude, the music came over me, and they were like bowling pins. I was just... <laughs> I them. My toe caught one of their heads. You know, I sent him to the hospital with a concussion. I just, you know, was on crutches. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like one of those staged... It's like one of those staged, like, scenes in Power Rangers where he, like, jumps off the building and... <laughs> yes. You know, that's the, that's what I'll tell people, because uh, <laughs> what really happened is they ran into me. I fell on my toe caught <laughs> as yeah. my body was twisting on itself. And then it just went whap and folded in half yeah. real quick. <laughs> Punk. <laughs> but I also spin kicked three people. But I also yeah, spin kicked three people. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was in the middle of Stick to Your Gun set, too. I was pissed because it was like Damn. the first like uh, third of it and i just like left the pit and went and sat outside (laughs) for the rest of it because i couldn't stand (laughs) i was like thankfully somebody was nice enough to let me kind of like lean on their shoulder for a little bit Mm -hmm. and then eventually i was like okay i can't just like keep leaning on this stranger's shoulder (laughs) so so you uh are you just like gonna be chilling for a while now or or you got any more uh, travel plans in the in the future no i'll be chilling i mean i i used a good chunk of money on that trip so um no it's it, it's kind of back to reality um because i think if i had wanted to keep traveling or if i wanted to do more traveling then i would have just uh stayed <laughs> yeah. um but I, I i feel my sense of responsibility to uh, be present during these times in the States just keeps growing. Excuse me. Um, so, you know, I, I've, I think there's building that I need to do here and work that needs to happen. So I think my next big goal is to find a job that I can like 
live off of, but doesn't like, but still leaves me enough time to be my own person and to like yeah. do community work. Um, so I will we'll see how successful I am at that. Um, oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, it's something we all feel, you know, we're sitting here joking, but it's a, a crazy world we live in right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I, <clears throat> I, at the last festival I went to, I ran into like this group of Americans who were like living abroad. Um, <clears throat> and they are like, oh no, just get out, just leave. It's great over here. Come over here. And it's like always just the sense of like, ah, it's fucked anyways. So just leave. I'm just like, oh man, if all the people who recognize it's fucked, just leave, then nothing gets better. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, um, I'm a, I'm gonna kind of put myself into that. My lease is here through next June. So, see, see. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna come out there and hang out. Hell yeah, it'll be sick. And we'll have to. Uh... We'll have to see if there's like a a show coming through or something that we could both I mean, it, go to. That'd be fight. That'd be sick. I mean, Denver's close, so uh, yeah. I'm sure there's a tour going through Denver that we could find. It'd be yeah, pretty fun to go to. Um, yeah, I've been wanting to go to Denver too, just to like check it out and like um, see if I can get like any any like you know mic spots or something yeah like, just see what see what denver crowds are like because that's that'd be an interesting you know experience i'm going to try and do that uh pretty soon um with a friend that lives in chicago oh nice and then i just have a, a couple of friends that moved to st louis as well so i'm going to try to like connect chicago and st louis trip that- and like see if i can't do some shows or something that'd be kind of cool yeah that'd be awesome Chicago has an insane comedy scene. Yeah, my buddy does. He was telling me there was one weekend he did like twelve mics. Yeah, I was like that's crazy, dude. That's like how many I do in like a month sometimes. Because we'll, you know, and you do it in like three days. Because <laughs> like what? Uh, Second City Improv is based out of Chicago, I think. And then there's well, an- and then there's just like such a there's like all these different or like suburban area yeah shows, and there's all these like pockets communities of like. Oh shit! <laughs> they coming for you. Yeah, there's all these like pockets of communities doing like alt shows and stuff yeah. too. Like besides all of the clubs, which is there's so many there too. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's wild, man. Yeah, Chicago's a cool city. I hope that works out for you. That sounds awesome. And you should definitely come yeah. check out Denver. I don't know anything about the Denver uh, comedy scene. I do know there's a comedy club in Fort Collins. It replaced. And I think. It replaced Fort um, Collins. Is, uh, is that close to? Is that like a different? It's 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 an hour north of Denver. Hmm. So it's like I, say, I don't know where that is. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like a similarish drive to like our home to Seattle. You know, except maybe less gotcha. terrible traffic. Of course, I don't drive during rush hour, so don't quote me on that. <laughs> Are you? Uh... Are you gonna be uh, streaming and and kind of doing uh, the music stuff? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I I had a stream Thursday night, so nice. Um, and I just put together a new mix, 
And I'm going to use that and try and... There's a Tuesday nights at, like, this club here in Fort Collins. They uh, have just, like, local DJs come on. And I've I've gone to oh, sick. yeah I've, I've gone to a few nights and I'm like oh I think I could definitely play here, so they let you use your own equipment and all that shit. So um, I'm gonna try and get booked there and continue working on it and then see what happens. Um, I'm still like trying to keep it like baby steps because yeah. I I think I just have this fear that if I run into it being like this is going to be my new life. I'm a DJ now. This, you know, like all this stuff that, that like trying to monetize something that you love, I think never leads to a, like a good place. But um, if you build something out of something that you love and the money, then eventually I think the money just comes, you know, like obviously you have to do some networking like at some point. Mm -hmm. um, But I have friends who are like, Oh, like, you should start this YouTube channel and like do all this stuff and like do this and this and this. And like, like, man, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying to have fun. All oh, that sounds exhausting. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I think I, I agree with you. I think it has to be like something that you like want to do because you want to do it. And then if, if the things come from that, then it's like a, that's cool. It's like a good result. You yeah. Know? And it's like a fun, like thing, you know, like, uh, I definitely think that the the once a month show that I do is like a result of that. Yeah. Like just starting it out doing that doing it as something fun. And now it's like, you know, kind of becoming this I feel like it's becoming more into like this uh, you know, show that people really have like high praise for and, and I get a lot of, you know, like um just positive feedback always and it's like that's what that's what's like, you know that's the result of it, I guess, yeah. you know, like getting all that, getting all that like, uh, community like together. And like, it's really cool. Like creating, you know, this, this like event, you just meet so many people. Yeah. Like, it's like, uh, it's really sick. Uh, and well, and, <clears throat> and, and that's just like, I think whenever you talk to people who are successful and happy and have built something, it's largely like, <clears throat> And I think this is just this just comes from my time of like watching streaming for so long. Is there a lot of people who have streamed for like four or five years before they make it or blow up? And I think a lot of people just see the blow up from like really small to really big and think, oh, I can just like go and do that without realizing yeah. that there's a whole lot of groundwork that is laid out before that kind of happens. Obviously, like people just some people blow up, you know what I mean? Like, the, but I, I think those are out outliers as opposed to mm-hmm. the, like norm. That's an interesting point. And it makes me think of, it makes me think of that feeling you get when you've been invested in something and then everyone around you starts seeing it too. Yeah. And you're like, wait, how, what's going on here? You know? And, and I think the immediate thought, like the emotional response, is to be like, well, you don't know shit. Like, you went, like, you're, and instead of like thinking about how, what's actually happening, which is just being that thing you're getting is finally actually getting the exposure that you actually kind of want it to get and have wanted yeah. it to be secretly. <laughs> but now that it has happened, you're like, but this was unique to me. Yeah. And now it's, you know, now it's not anymore. And like, 
you, that's like a thing like with Star Wars, man. Like the Star Wars community, uh, especially I feel like is uh, is like salty over like you know a lot of the new stuff and like what's coming out and like trying to keep it one way or what it's like yeah. well it's this was made for like to appeal to like children you know like and like it needs to still appeal yeah to children to make money <laughs> and uh and people just don't want that yeah. they want it to like grow with grow with them or whatever you know i I think a lot of if you're talking about the most recent movies i i agree in one sense and also i think there are a lot of issues with those movies oh i agree i agree but, with those issues. but i think the majority of like the people you're talking about who are complaining about it i think they're wrong about what the issues are in them <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. yeah, th- yeah. Th- there there are problems with the construction of that trilogy but it's not the like Reddit hardcore like Star Wars fans. It's not the problems that they think it is. <laughs> and also, it's never gonna be what anybody wants it to be. Yeah, you know, like it's it's there was always gonna be a, a an out. That's the thing too. There's always gonna be outrage, mm-hmm. and people we like take the outrage and we make it into news, and then that's like oh, there's outrage, and then it's like well, there's only a small group of people are outraged. And, and and also there's no context given to the outrage is the outrage a good thing or is it a bad thing like exactly. <laughs> like That's thing why too. are people yeah. outraged and what does that say about them you know like give, yes. give us some context here not just people are upset because of this reason <laughs> yeah it's like i saw this thing that was uh the the new expendables movie has added to the cast and it was they added tony jaw they added 50 Cent, and they added Megan Fox to the cast. <laughs> what? What? Okay. And, like, your response is my response. And I'm like... And then I go to the thing, and it's just... And then you see the next article down is outrage over Megan Fox and the Expendables. Yep. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's exactly... It was like... It's like, well, I mean, yeah, because it's it doesn't make when you think of the Expendables, that's not who you equate to the Expendables. You, I, I, you know, the average person doesn't. I'm I'm here for it. I think, to be honest, I think Megan Megan Fox would crush that. I, but probably, like, <laughs> but it, but it's also just like that is not the name that I was expecting you to say. <laughs> and I also think it's like a. I tweeted about that. I also think it's a strategy too to get people to watch it. Is like put somebody in the movie that everybody's kind of like, what? Yeah. So that they go to see if it is. Like, how you know, does Megan Fox fit into this? Mm hmm. You know? It's just like Kanye West and Drake right now. Mm-hmm. Fuck those two. Like, <laughs> have you listened to either of the albums no. yet? I, uh, is, I've just been like paying attention to it for the past couple of days because the, there's like a, a diss track leaked. I guess Drake leaked a diss track about himself yeah. that Kanye had, and there's all this other stuff. It's, it's just, yeah, it's all just to get, you know, it's, everybody. Everything about those is just about their ego, I, I feel like. I feel like it's just, like, two rappers whose brand has become, like, not about their music and about, like, 
I don't know, their, their reality life, you know, if, if that makes sense. Oh, also, oh, it's like a reality show. It's like, uh, yeah, because because what the both, yeah, it totally is. But both of it's their like, albums are produced by the same like record label. Like, uh, uh, they're they're both making money for like the same person. <laughs> it's like <laughs> up top. <laughs> yeah. Plus, like, there's... <laughs> uh, uh, fucking Kanye bringing two abusers out on stage with him is. Uh, I mean, doesn't yeah, it's does a, not sit well with me. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm confused about it still. I'm trying to figure out like, because I was talking about this the other night too. I was like, what is he? What was he thinking that? Is it like? Is it like a symbol, or is it like more of? It's it's like so, it's so weird. I don't know. I mean. Kanye's, I feel like, has just adopted the brand of being a contrarian, you know, and being like the yeah, the, the shock and awe factor and capitulating to, uh, yeah. So he's like, oh, these people are like, they're um, they'll spark controversy, they'll spark talk. And it's like it's it's yeah, profitable. Eyeballs. It's profitable for him. Like he's making a disgusting amount of money on those, on those uh, Donda like preview shows and on the album. Like, <laughs> so yeah. it's it's not like it's uh, not working out for him financially, which is his end goal. You know, is to make money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I just I was curious about. I listened to I listened to the album and then um, on my way home the other night from the um, Lamb of God show I noticed that the Drake album dropped so I listened to I listened to like the half first half and then uh, it felt like just it's it felt like just the same you know it's just, it's it's so I don't know I don't know how you can get like I I kind of you know was paying attention for a while but I don't know how you can get totally sucked into like that being like your only like content consumption for like weeks on end is like you're just, and it's just like just listening to drake over and over for like did you guys see the new yeah did you guys see the new tweet did you guys see the new video yeah like, did you, and it's like i wonder yeah i wonder how i wonder how you get out of that loop where it goes from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing and you're just like you can't like but we're all in that in some way yeah <laughs> it's like we just get caught up in like this like cycle of like content and uh yeah i don't know i mean but it's a, it's a, a question of our times you know and i feel like <clears throat> i feel like it's a certain level of self-awareness and just a certain level of needing a jarring enough like experience to to kind of break this up to, yeah 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 <clears throat> like i don't know my i i changed a lot of my relationship even with twitter in like february and march because i was just like man i am angry all the time <laughs> about all this stuff going on in our country and just like mm-hmm. i was like this is not being this informed on, <laughs> on the politics and on the national stage and all of this is not like 
doing me any good. Like this isn't like I'm I, I'm not gonna <laughs> me reading about Joe Manchin for the sixtieth time being a fucking cuck isn't going to like stop him from being a cop, you know? <laughs> uh, so. I saw this TikTok this morning that made, is making me, you're making me think of this video where it's like, wait, everybody doesn't think all day and internalize what's going on around them and try to find some deeper meaning and philosophize the world. And then the guy's like, no, not everybody does that. And then it's just like that. It's like the LeBron commercial music. And they're just like spacing out. And he's like, it's like, Oh Lord. And he's just like, <laughs> And it's just so true. Yep. It's like, nah, people don't, some people aren't thinking about that kind of shit nope. every day. Some people are just, yeah, some people are just thinking about Kanye and Drake. Yep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and some people who think about things really deeply are also thinking about Kanye and Drake. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Can you, uh, where can people go follow your streams and stuff at? If, you um, want to if people want to catch me on Twitch, um, it's at Gritch, DNB, G-R-Y-C, DMB. And if you want to follow my, like, uh, my Instagram attached to that, I do delicious, I cook delicious food, post about that, post about drum and bass. Yes, he does. Yes. Um, that is at Drums and Plates. So... At some point, probably in the next month or two, I'm going to do a cooking and uh, DJing stream together. I'll cook while I DJ. So if you're interested in that, give me a follow. Hell yeah. When I come visit you, we're going to make a cooking video. Hell yeah. It'll be sick. And it'll be, it'll just be. We'll just recreate epic meal time. <laughs> I was gonna say it'll be terrible jokes, but that would also be funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's I just came across a video of them like still doing some stuff, and I was like, nice. "Oh, that, I, you guys, <laughs> that's so 2010." <laughs> Isn't that wild? One of the first forms of internet humor it was just like crazy just food yes. it's like one of the first things as humans were like this is the best thing <laughs> what if we made the most calories ever like the... it was literally i had a shirt it was just bacon strips bacon, and bacon strips and bacon strips <laughs> muscles glasses just like turducken yes uh oh god yeah where they had the yep. the uh <laughs> That's got to be in a time capsule for like aliens or something. Just like, <laughs> like these these creatures are. What did your generation send to the aliens? <laughs> the Beatles. What did your generation? Epic meal time. <laughs> the sauce boss. The sauce. That's, boss. Who, we, that's who we sent. <laughs> Please. all right dude uh thank you for doing this podcast man i appreciate it yeah of course that was, it was a uh, pleasure that was a fun episode yeah. hey everybody thank you so much for listening to the podcast please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to instagram or facebook Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this, and we'll see you next time.